Hello, everyone. This is Culture Comms and Cocktails, internal comms served straight up. I'm your host, Chuck Go, Senior Strategic Advisor at Social Chorus. And on this episode of the podcast, it's an honor and a privilege to have Kelly Lawrence McCarran, Corporate Communications Manager at Weatherford, joining us for this podcast. Welcome to Culture Comms and Cocktails, Kelly. Awesome. Thanks, Chuck. I'm so happy to be here. Unfortunately, I have not had a chance to work that closely with Weatherford, but I've heard so many great stories about what you and the team there are doing. But before we get too far down that path, why don't you share with us, I think it's pretty cool what Weatherford does, but share with us who Weatherford is, the work the company does in case those aren't familiar with it. Sure. Well, I think it's pretty cool too, and that's why I've been here for almost a decade. But we are an oil field services company. So at a basic sense, that means that we partner with operators around the world to provide technology, services, experienced personnel to produce their wealth. So our people are creative, passionate, innovative, and driven. And it's just a really fun place to be and a really exciting time for our industry right now. And you've mentioned you've been there now close to a decade. That's right. Share with us your career journey there at, at Weatherford and how that's made a difference. Sure. So I joined straight out of school, went to Texas A&M, Gigamag. And, you know, I thought maybe I would stay for a year or two, get my feet wet, and then try something else. I wasn't sure at the time if the energy industry was right for me. I, I really didn't know a whole lot about it. And I just fell in love with the people and the work and what we were doing. And and I learned so much more about how our industry really powers the world and how we try to do that in the safest, most sustainable manner possible. And I was hooked. So I stayed and I haven't looked back and, uh, and I, I just love it. So in terms of my journey, I started really early on kind of dabbling in internal and external communications. And then I found a real passion for working with our people, telling their stories. And so my career, while I do still get the opportunity to do some external communications, I really lean into employee engagement and telling those stories, keeping our people up to speed on what's going on in the organization, and then also getting their, their perspective and building our culture together. So I've just loved that. And, and I think one of the reasons I've stayed as long as I have and will keep staying and, and trying to do what I can for our company is the open culture that we have, the exposure I've had to working closely with our leadership team, and just working on really interesting projects. And I, I don't know if I would have had that opportunity elsewhere. So it's been a great, great fit. I love hearing that story of communicators who, which a lot of us start in that specialist generalist role and you're yeah. getting the exposure to a lot of different areas. And when you find out that internal comms is it, you find out that, that that's where the passion is. That's where you want to apply your energy and creative skills. Love, love hearing that from you in there. Awesome. Also, Weatherford has been on a bit of a journey yeah. um, over the past several years. Talk about that interesting journey and how the culture has changed there at Weatherford since you've been there. Sure. And, and I'd like to address culture first, if that's okay, because I think it's a really important part of our story. Several years ago, we knew that our organization had already been through a lot of change and we needed to inject some good positive energy into the company. We wanted our people to be re-energized and excited about what was coming next. So, you know, we got in a room and we said, okay, let's come up with a great employee communications campaign, a tagline. And we came up with some really good ideas. And then we also looked at what had been done historically. And about 10 years before we started this sort of refreshed conversation, predating my experience, um, 
a group of employees had come up with a concept called one weather group. So it originated organically from the field and it was this mentality of working together as a team. So we said, well, you know, don't try to, to come up with something, reinvent the wheel. If you've got something great that's right there and that better yet came from your employees. So what we did was we, we refreshed that concept and we came up with a mantra. Individually, we are impressive. Together, we are unstoppable. We are one Weatherford. And we put a ton of energy and communications around really rallying the organization behind that new mantra and the, you know, updated look and feel. And so we did facility graphics, like huge wall-scaled graphics, pillars, wraps, and, and sent out swag. We did some leadership town halls. We actually did our first global town hall at the time when we launched that with our new mission and core values. And it was great. We called that one weather for day and we've done that every year since. And it's an opportunity to get employees aligned on our strategy and keep culture top of mind. So a couple of years after that sort of baseline setting for our culture and one weather for we partnered with a culture shaping firm and we had the opportunity to put a lot of our employees through training. And you think about culture training as you know, huh, you need to do that? And I, I think you do. It's a great opportunity to build a common language and just get people to have those aha moments of, you know, what are your culture principles? How do they make a difference at work, at home? How do they make you a more effective person, a better colleague, a better spouse, a better friend? So it was a really great opportunity for us to set that foundation. And I think that foundation was so important as we went through the more challenging years. So Weatherford went through a financial restructuring um, and we've also had several members of our leadership team change out over the last couple of years. We've welcomed some new members and our employee base has met that with curiosity, which is one of those principles that we live by. And, and they really want to know what they can do to make a difference. How can they be a part of that journey? And I think having set that strong foundation really set us up for navigating this new territory, these new waters together. So it's it's very much a collaborative effort. And the app, the One Weatherford app, which we use through Social Chorus, has just been a huge asset for us in this because now we're keeping those culture principles top of mind. We're sharing those important company updates and really digging deep. And then we're also crowdsourcing information, ideas, celebrating each other's successes. So I, I think our journey has has just been great so far and excited to see where it goes next. And you mentioned this one Weatherford that's, that's carrying through because you mentioned that is the name of your digital employee experience program through social chorus. How has that changed how you as a communicator communicate to employees and how, what sort of opportunities has that presented itself for you? How much time do we have? (laughs) Because there's a lot, honestly, it has been such a game changer for us. You know, in the past, before we had the One Weatherford app, most of our communications were pushed out via email, which is a really great channel. And we put things up on our um, our internal intranet. But we didn't know what happened next. We didn't know if everyone got the message, because sometimes there's those technical challenge challenges. We didn't know who actually opened it or what they thought about it. So when we introduced the One Weatherford app, we've been doing uh, email and app posts through that. And we've also used a content amplifier to plug in our featured content to our exchange intranet. So it's streamlining some of the, the work, which is great because we are a small but mighty team. And, and for us, just the ability to see the analytics 
behind everything, it's hugely, hugely helpful. And, and again, as a smaller team, one of the things that we love the most about the platform is the ability to schedule communications in advance. So if you want to send something out to colleagues in the, the Eastern Hemisphere, I'm based in Houston, Texas, I don't have to get up and do that at four o'clock in the morning. I can schedule that and, and reach them in their day. So it feels like we're connecting with them when it matters most. And, and gosh, another feature I love is the translation because we are a global company. So in the past, we would translate some, but not all of our messages. And it could take a couple of weeks to get translations turned around from a, a provider and get everything ready. And now with the push of a button, employees can translate that content on their phone, on their device, and feel more connected to what we're doing. And, and vice versa, they can submit content in their native language that anyone in the world can, can then take and digest. And I think it's been incredible in terms of uh, increasing collaboration. I think you just, that was an amazing sales pitch, Kelly. I didn't, I didn't, didn't want to ask for it. <laughs> I think the last point is, is one, we haven't talked a lot about translations on the podcast and most communicators think about it as we need our content translated for employees. If that even happens, I loved your take that now it's about letting employees communicate in their first language and their native language. And then their coworkers or their peers around the world can then read, understand what, what they're saying. And they're not having to do that translation for themselves. I think that's, that's a great point to bring up. Oh, thank you. Yes, it's it's been just so nice to see the the connections that are being formed, even just on the app with people that you may have never had the chance to work with or meet in person, but you start to see these, you know, commonalities and the recognition and the hearts and comments. I love it. It's great. And with One Weatherford now being out there as part of this platform, how has leadership communication change. You talked about being able to do town halls and your first global town hall earlier, but how are leaders now engaging and participating in the platform? Well, that's been fantastic. And I, I think it's so important to have your leadership team support your app because it's a great way to increase adoption and also just to role model the types of behaviors that you want all of your employees to see because it's a new way of communicating, right? It feels very social in nature. So at first, I think we saw maybe a little bit of trepidation from employees to comment, to like on things because it felt like, is this, is it too corporate? Should I not, you know, go that far? And then when you start to see your leadership team get behind it and even post emojis, I mean, that's, that's just great, right? So let's see. Some of the examples I'd love to bring up are we have a, a CEO podcast. So we welcomed a new CEO last year and he's been incredibly engaged. In, in the app and just in the organization as a whole and really wants to connect with our with our employees. So we do a video podcast with him about every six weeks and we post it in the app. We send it out via a smart campaign. And he talks about culture, technology, strategy, just what's happening in the organization. Like we recently took a, a deep dive on sales and operations planning. And that's a topic that maybe not everybody in the organization would be familiar with, but it's really important for us. And we just had, gosh, I think like 70 likes and maybe close to 40 comments. And that, that's high engagement for us. And people were so excited about it. So we, we love doing things like that, keeping it light, keeping it fun. And some of our other leaders have also taken to, to do selfie videos. For example, Last year, uh, we held our first virtual walk because in Houston, we typically do 
uh, a charitable walk every November. And due to COVID, that looked a little bit different. And so instead of joining together for one day, we walked for an entire month. And we did those promotions on the app. And we had leaders go out walking around, running trails, and then doing a video post right after saying, hey, I got out and got my steps in today. I hope you do too. Join me for Weatherford Walk. So it's just been a really, really fun way to connect the leaders to the broader organization. Yeah. Anytime you get leaders, not just talking positively about it, but participating in it and driving conversation, that's at times the holy grail of leadership comms is getting them doing their own content in there. Absolutely. I I totally agree. And I'll give you a sneak peek into something that hasn't dropped yet, but we're, we're working on. So I mentioned we do have some new leaders and we want our, our one mother group family across the globe to get to know them. So we've started to film these 10 things you didn't know about so-and-so videos in under a minute or less. And so we're asking rapid fire questions ranging from what's your favorite food to what's your go-to karaoke song to what motivates you to get out of bed every day and what do you love about your job? So, you know, a little bit of the fun with the, with the serious there. And I can't wait to share those with our with our organization and, you know, hopefully have more uh, generated from our, our leaders around the world, too. Yeah, I love I love those examples. Anytime we can make I hate to say that we oftentimes we say, well, how can we make our leaders more human? Well, they are human, yeah. but but how do we make them more relatable, as I think is oftentimes the word we're looking for and giving those like 10 things you didn't know and karaoke songs and concerts and first jobs and all that, because we all have those experiences, regardless of, of title in the company. And you'd mentioned about, about fun. One of the things that I've been impressed with is your organization's use of humor in your communication. And, and that makes some people a little nervous bringing <laughs> humor in. So how have you been successful at sprinkling in those little drops of humor throughout your communication? Sure. Well, you know, like you said, some people can be a little bit nervous about that because at the end of the day, we all want to do our best work and, and we take our jobs really seriously and we try to deliver at the highest level internally and externally. But you can do that and still have fun. So one of the examples I'd like to bring up is when we were looking at our engagement and we saw you know, a number of users who were inactive after 30 days. We used that, that group feature to filter that. We thought, well, how do we bring them back into the platform without it seeming like Big Brother is watching you? Because Nobody wants that. And so we, we mold on it a bit. And then we stumbled over this gift. And it's a, a whale jumping out of the water. And the text goes, whale, whoa, there. And there's no sound. But every time I say it, I feel like I have to say it that way. So <laughs> there you go. That's what's happening in my head. But we used that as the, the subject line and the header image when we pushed out the email campaign. And now we've got that set as a recurring kind of set it and forget it campaign. And it gets really good open rates. You know, it, it's something that draws people back in and I think makes it feel a little bit friendlier and also tells them subtly that when you come into the app, you're going to get a good balance of content that's fun and lighthearted and also the hard-hitting news that you need to know. So that's one example that we're really excited about. Well, when just so you know, when I saw that example, I said the whale, hello there, the exact same way you did. So oh. it's I think that's universal. We're connected. Good. <laughs> when you see when you see that GIF. Again, it's that safe creativity. It's that safe humor. Nobody's gonna be offended by a whale waving to them, right? Out there. Yeah. I think sometimes communicators struggle with with creativity, especially with internal comms. It is a day, day, day activity communicating yeah. with employees. 
What's some other creative content that you've created that's had an impact at Weatherford that maybe others could model from? Sure. So we've got um, two channels that I think are pretty interesting. One is called Hashtag Winning. And you know that Success Kid meme? Little boy sitting on the beach and very, very uh, serious, but animated. So we've, we've used his photo as our channel header. And I mean, automatically that tells you there's going to be some good things here. But that Hashtag Winning channel is about sharing sales wins and different successes across the organization. So if we signed a contract um, or extended a job. We, we share that. We give kudos to the employees who are involved. There's a healthy dose of emojis in that channel as well in some of the header lines. And it's just a great way to celebrate our people. And we've also got a Weatherford Fun Times channel. So, you know, once a month we come up with a, a theme and this is another great one that you can kind of schedule a few months ahead and set it and forget it, which is super helpful for us. But we come up with those themes and it might be something like sharing your favorite recipes or post pictures of your dogs, cats, lizards, whatever pet you have, or share your artistic abilities. And that might be drawings that your, your kids did for you, or maybe you're a painter or a singer or a gardener. You've got any, any number of talents. So we push that out once a month. Our team tends to role model the content. So we'll all commit to going in and scheduling some pictures that go along with that theme. And it really sort of kicks things off. And then you just see it grow from there. And that's been a lot of fun. No, I think anytime you can encourage people to participate and share a bit of themselves and yeah. share things that they are proud of, whether that's related to work, like you said, a sales win, a contract win, or is it a personal win? That you yeah. have that, that they that they want to share. We've all seen in 2020 and 2021. We should celebrate as many wins as we can. So I applaud Weatherford for opening up the platform and letting people that maybe some people see it as somewhat trivial content, but it's not trivial to the person that shared that content. Absolutely, absolutely, and it, it helps you to learn more about the people that you're working with. And I think you touched on something really important, and that's what we've all been through collectively over the last year, year and a half now. And another one of the, the culture messages that we ran through the app was a gratitude series. So gratitude is one of those culture principles that really drives us and helps us to, to go, you know, what are you grateful for? There's so much, even on days that, that are hard, on days where things maybe aren't going the way that you want them to, you can stop and think about what are you grateful for? And it raises your mood, makes you more productive, makes you just, you know, feel feel good all around. We did a series where we asked for employees to submit short video clips of what they were grateful for professionally or personally. And then we streamed those together into a video, shared it in the app, and it was beautiful. It was just really, really touching. And uh, just another great way to engage our people. Fantastic examples. Keep it up. Keep, <laughs> keep getting people sharing, keep, you know, letting them feel appreciated, letting them share their wins. That, that's only going to continue to drive success. Now, segueing into how do you see as a communicator, how is the platform, how has Studio made you more successful? What do you love most about working in the platform? I, I love the data. I love knowing what's working, what's not. I'm really excited about some of the other features that are going to be rolling out in Analyze as well, because like the sentiment tracking, things of that nature. Just knowing how our communications are performing, 
what people are interested in so we can lean into that. Um, knowing if an important message maybe got lost in the shuffle and does it need to be resent to a targeted group of users. That is all just so helpful for us because you spend so much time really thoughtfully crafting a communication and you want to make sure that people get it. And sometimes that means it's not a one and done. You know, it, it means doing a smart campaign or checking those analytics and then targeting specific users. I love that. I also just love being able to schedule communications because again, it, it enables us to plan more and be more effective. And one of the, the big things that we've tried to do is limit the number of global communications on certain days, because especially over the last year when there was so much to communicate, there were some days where, gosh, we might do three, four global emails in a day. And that's just a lot of information hitting people's inboxes when they're trying to get through their day-to-day -day job as well and help move the company forward. So scheduling things enables us to find a little bit more balance in the week and, and say in some instances, hey, let's, let's hold this one until next week because here's what we've got going on. So that's great. And, and I think as I'm thinking about studio, another thing I love is opening up the ability for other communicators in the organization. We're a very small team and there's just no way that we could have our hands on everything, even if, if we wanted to. So what we've done is we've trained up, a, gosh, I think close to 100 channel communicators now or channel contributors now, and they're active in studio, scheduling communications, email, app posts, et cetera. And it's really nice to empower them to do their own communications and lean on us when you need support, but give them all the templates, the tools, the resources they need to, to get started and play an active role. I love that you brought up analyze and the metrics because oftentimes that's that's been a struggle for some in internal comms. Either they don't have metrics or the metrics have existed in so many different places in different ways. Thinking through looking at content performance and some of those things that have worked, has there been anything that has surprised the team? That when you look inside those metrics and you look inside Analyze, you're like, we had no idea that this mattered or that mattered. Like, has there any been any aha moments? Sure. So one of the things that we love to do is to look at what were our top performing communications over a set period of time and and see were they corporate driven, smart campaigns, which are inherently, I think, going to get some more visibility, or was it user generated content? And if it was user generated content, that's incredibly interesting for us because that's when we know really a couple of things. We know one, that's somebody we can tap into to help advance culture, initiatives, lean on them to drive messages locally in their area because people are paying attention. And two, what did they post about? What was interesting about that so that we can encourage more of that? Because we want to use the data to help us make this platform as effective, relatable, and exciting to use as we can for our employees. So that's been one of those aha moments of, oh, okay, what are people clicking on? What do they want to know more about? And Kelly, it's been great to hear about Weatherford and One Weatherford. It's an inspiration to others who are who are using this platform and trying to connect with employees. The podcast is called Culture Comms and Cocktails. <laughs> so we're going to wrap up, Kelly, with I want to hear a great cocktail recommendation from okay. you. Okay. So I will say one of my go-tos for celebrations, big, small, uh, is sparkling rosé champagne. But if you want a specific cocktail, I've really enjoyed Aperol spritzes. So 
they have a really fond memory for me because I got married in the last year. And congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. And when we went to our honeymoon, we uh, walked into the resort and they greeted us with this beautiful orange beverage and it was an Aperol spritz. And it, you know, it just sort of set the tone for the, the whole week that we were there and kind of has those fond memories of sitting on the beach and not a care in the world kind of thing. So making them at home, you just need a bottle of Aperol, just a little splash will do, some Prosecco, orange garnish and soda or sparkling water and you're good to go. It probably helps if you add a little umbrella to it, though, I would imagine, oh, right? Yeah, absolutely. That, that's got to help the flavor, I would think. I, I love it. Anytime when people have made a cocktail recommendation, it's brought them back to a moment yeah. or a memory. That's that's really cool. Absolutely. Kelly, thanks so much for being on the podcast. You've talked about the the team being a lean one, but you're accomplishing so much for Weatherford, the employees, the leadership, obviously the communicators, you're all benefiting and from social course. Thank you for all the great work you and the team have done there. Thank you so much for having me, Chuck. And a huge shout out to all of our partners at social course. We, we love working with you all. We've learned so much and we're just excited to see what's next. So thanks so much. Well, thank you. If you enjoyed what you heard from this episode and want to check out others, find Culture Comes and Cocktails on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. And when you do, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. This has been Culture Comes and Cocktails, internal comms served straight up. Thanks for listening. Thanks.